1: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. Always fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Royce Unchained. Manny Hill is the uh, co-partner today for uh, Royce Unchained. Judd uh, will uh, be back next week. And he'll be back on the website within twenty-four hours, cranking out seven <laughs> stories a day. So yes, he uh, will. follow follow the life of Judd on uh, scorenorth.com. You can uh, find out uh, exactly how many events that he uh, made it to. Although I must admit, I did not see Judd at the uh, women's uh, golf tournament this weekend. He uh, he did not get out there. Along with most Minnesotans, he did not get out there. I saw Judd actually at the uh, Town Ball Classic at oh, Target well, Field this past good. weekend. I would and, have been. We enjoyed a we we enjoyed a couple of cold ones that's good uh do they still got his uh shock top there or uh, I think that's what he had yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. A, you know he's a yingling guy at heart, but uh that's Florida, so uh you know every time i'm happen to be in my car at a stop sign now people might not go for this in Florida. With the top down and I get behind a Yingling truck, I take a photo and then later I'll text it to. <laughs> Should we hijack this thing, John? So, so anyway, the uh, KPMG, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, I get those, uh, I get the K- P and the M mixed up once in a while, uh, is now the sponsor of what for years was the LPGA as the major. It was the PGAs, you know, the LPGA is the is the golf tour for women. And it was their championship. And in 2015, the PGA took it over for them. They were having a hard time finding the right location. They wanted to play it on better golf courses. The PGA has great influence with great golf courses Mm -hmm. because they throw them a Ryder Cup every once in a while. Of course. And uh, the the PGA took it over in 2015. It was at Hazeltine this week. And uh, the weather wasn't great. It's a big, sprawling grounds. But... I guess because of Minnesota's attraction to major competitions, no matter uh what, I thought, we'll have twelve, fifteen thousand out there. It mm-hmm. was uh they're saying eight eighty five hundred on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I have enough experience with uh, golf promoters to know that uh, they usually it's like gopher football at uh, times two, but it was mm-hmm. bigger than I mean, it was six, seven thousand probably, but I sure. just expected more uh, after having fifty thousand for the Ryder Cup, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, or whatever it was, sixty. Now, I did walk around for a while Friday and determined that the Ryder Cup did have an advantage of 30,000 to zero on drunks. So that, uh, <laughs> that you know, yes. or people who either were drunk or attempting to attempting get Attempting to get drunk. <laughs> yes, yes, one of those yeah. two.
0: One <laughs> of those two.
1: So that gave them a big uh, leg up. So anyway, I wrote a column on uh, Friday on the two Thai uh, sisters. Uh, and uh, boy, oh boy, Jatuna Nargon. Jatuna, I'm not. It's not rolling off my tongue, but J U T A N U G A R N, which, which by Thai standards, is a is a fairly good name. And you know, I make jokes about trying to spell names all the time, but uh, it 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 has no impact on me writing about somebody. Sure. And these were very interesting sisters because uh, one is five foot four. She's the older sister by seventeen months. She can't hit the ball out of this room, and her sister is five foot seven and husky, you know, broad shoulder, not not, you know, not chubby, but but big and husky, big and strong. Mm-hmm. And she only hits three wood and hit one three hundred thirteen yards <laughs> on on uh, Friday, I believe it was. Got it over a hill and then it ran to kick down. But mm-hmm. but she hits her three wood or two iron further than most of the players. And she's a really talented player, was the player of the year last year. Uh, and she's 23, I believe. Her sister's 24. Okay. Uh, and was uh, one stroke off the lead going into Sunday and just played terrible yesterday. She oh, was wow. awful. I don't know what happened to her. But anyway, I wrote this column about, you know, interesting sisters. Who are these? One of these, who are these columns for for the Minnesota fan base? Mm-hmm. Zero. Zero. Comments or I just looked zero comments.
0: Ah, the, Sun- the Star Tribune yeah, commenters uh, weren't, not, weren't yeah, active no, there. No, no,
1: and maybe three retweet retweets, you know. Okay. So okay, so then Sunday for Sunday's paper, I wrote about NB Park who won it at, at uh, Interlocking and. Uh, in 2008, when the U.S. Women's U.S. Open at Interlock and when we was here, and Paula Kramer, and you know all the higher profile mm-hmm. players. Annika's last ever year of of playing, mm-hmm. you know, regularly, and uh, and she made a little run on Saturday. Really uh, good. She's 30, 30 now, going to be 31 uh hall of famer already at age 27 she's won 7 majors she's won 19 tournaments and uh a, a, a funny kid a clever kid uh, speaks the speaks the good english for us for us uh, anglos and so i wrote that zero hits wow. comments three or four retweets so today uh, yesterday i'm out there walking around some and ah, there's a few people here there and then there's just some holes in the back of the course that's you know got maybe a gallery of a thousand and maybe the leaders had 500 people walking with them mm-hmm. But i wrote a column about how we didn't our golf reputation our our reputation as the crazed for major golf you know being crazed for major golf took a hit this weekend mm-hmm. you know and you can come up with Whatever reasons you want uh, for that, but uh, the point is, I said, "Hey, you know, we you know, this this idea that we're golf crazy was uh, certainly uh, you know they took a hit this weekend was mm-hmm. basically the theme of the column. Last I looked, there were over a hundred comments. Oh, of <laughs> yeah, course, because yeah. because I challenged our greatness as a fan base, right? <laughs> you don't want to challenge our greatness as a fan base, right? Oh, uh, of course. The weather was, it said in the column, you know, maybe it was the weather, maybe it was graduation parties, <laughs> maybe it was uh, the fact that uh, 10 days from now, Brooks Kepka and Phil Mickelson are, are supposed to be playing in the TPC. I offered all these excuses, but I said, mm-hmm. it was not, at least in my opinion, what was anticipated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, oh, they're all riled up. Of course. They're all riled up. They're all riled
0: Hashtag up. as expected. Yes, and <laughs> I, I did point out that
1: Siri Park, Pat, uh Pak came here in 1997. She won both the LPGA and the U.S. Open in 1998 when she was a kid from South Korea mm-hmm. and basically started this phenomenon so we should be used to that by now, right? Yeah. We should. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's uh, hey, they're great players, And by the way, of the eighty who made the cut, uh, seventeen were from Korea, you know, South Korea. Okay. And there was a you know five Thai kids and you know a few Chinese kids and a couple of Chinese kids and uh, you know you know there were it was half and half basically, mm-hmm. and uh, which you know. Isn't a hell of a lot different than the NHL, is it? You know, right. you know? I mean. So uh, anyway, it was. It's it's interesting, though, that uh, that uh, deep in our hearts, we 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 do not like. Yeah, I mean, I've gone through this with Gopher football fans. We love PJ Fleck.
0: Mm-hmm. They hate
1: me when I make fun when of PJ Fleck. You say something about. But you don't right go there? to games.
0: Yeah, but there's. Why there's, don't you go to games? Then you look and there's thirty two thousand yeah, yeah. people well, at, they, at the stadium. They
1: had what was it, uh, four of their seven home games, maybe it was three of their seven home games, did not have 25,000 turnstiles. A couple of them were <sighs> in the tee. couple of them didn't make 20. Well, the weather's bad. It's football. It's
0: cold. It's football.
1: And uh, by the way, half of you people were upset when, uh, we, you know, the when the, halfway through the Dome, When the Vikings hadn't won a Super Bowl, the Vikings belong outside. (laughs) We need that
0: cold air for the home field advantage.
1: Then they go outside and they say, we don't want to be outside. It's cold. Okay. (laughs) I agree with you. I think domes are great. I think the Gophers made a big screw-up by building this outdoor stadium. Mm. But you can't use that as an excuse for not going seeing your buddy P.J. Flack, and then get mad at me when I make fun of P.J. Flack. Well, and the other thing, too, Pat, it's like the Gophers play into
0: November. Yes. Like it's yeah, not, they it's don't not play. Like, it's not it's like not it's green, January. It's not like Lambeau.
1: Oh, right, where it's 10 when, below. And when you're... Brett's poor last game in Lambeau against the New York Giants – it was, it could have been Antarctica. It was 80 Coughlin, below zero. Tom, Tom Coughlin's Coughlin, face was
0: peeling it, it off. It still
1: is. Tom Coughlin's face is still red. It's still red. It's and we think, oh, you know, we're outdoor Vikings. We miss that. And then you won't go to a game cause to see your uh, favorite coach, P.J. Fleck. It's uh it it is interesting to see the the fan base here. I guess it's probably the same everywhere. Very yeah. defensive though.
0: Very defensive. How do you, about, how do you think PJ's squad gonna do this year? I think they, they might, might be, be rated.
1: A, you think so? It's legendary rated? that they might be rated because well, A, I think nationally people who don't have to hear his BS on a daily basis. Uh by the way, my proudest moment of the whole Three days out there. I didn't get out there Thursday because I didn't have to write and I was on the way and it started raining. So I turned around, mm-hmm. which maybe refutes my whole theory. But anyway, uh, uh, a 65 year old woman came up, golf at and patted me on the back and said, I really like your stuff about PJ Fleck. <laughs> and I said, I said, Here, give me a hug. <laughs> I don't get many hugs on this. But I don't know. It's. You know, last year, they, uh, you know, what they did to Purdue and Wisconsin has got to be taken into account. So, yeah. Uh, I think they Wisconsin have. Wisconsin win was impressive. To me, they have the key. They have. He has fixed the key to football, offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, the last, you know, I mean, the right tackles. of a monster. He's, he might not be around after. Well, I guess he's got to stay. I don't know if he has to stay. After next year, he's only a sophomore, but he went to that, uh, you know, he comes from IMG. That might have counted. You know, some of those guys that if, if they're out of high school, yeah, I, I don't know if he's out of high school or not. But, you know, he's he's an early, gone yeah. first or second that rounder. Massive. He's he massive. So I think, uh, you know, I, the schedule's easy. Fresno State lost everybody. Mm-hmm. People are talking about that as a tough road game, but they lost what eighteen out of the, their top two quarterbacks and eighteen out of twenty two, and you know they they lost everybody. Yeah, talking about eight wins. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, you know, the guy in Nebraska supposedly has had a boy. He's run a lot of guys off. Have you been following Frost. that at all? Mm-mm. No, I mean, PJ's had a few decommitments oh, gotcha. and stuff like that, okay. but Frost is ten or twenty or, 10 or twelve of them have bailed and wow, I. It doesn't sound like it's all it's all voluntarily. You know, he's he's run a lot of pushing a lot of them out, and uh, so I don't know if they're going to be ready to be good yet. Supposedly Mm -hmm. he's tearing it up recruiting wise, but we always get these. uh, The Gophers are rated twenty fourth in the two thousand twenty ratings. Yes, because he signs a lot. He a lot of guys don't want commitments yet unless Mm -hmm. it's a four star, right? Yeah, he takes his commitments early. And they get, you know, they get a lot of them. Get a bunch He's of got them. like what fifteen guys already. I think and so. I bet yeah. Wisconsin doesn't have two, because Chris waits. He's, uh, you know, he'll take a four star if he can get them. But, uh, but PJ will take these three stars and hope he can develop them. I don't know. We'll find out. Can they develop players? We don't know yet. Yeah. The one thing we knew about uh, uh, Kills' defensive staff is they could develop some players. So mm-hmm. We'll see. Had a couple they, guys to the NFL. See, oh, some, you know. Eric Murray, and you know, who was a zo- zero star, yeah, it was a no star, and uh, some guys like that. So we'll we'll see if he can develop them. But I mean, I'm also, now they're going to get off to a good start crowd wise because they have South. It'll be a Thursday night of the State Fair, and mm-hmm. they got South Dakota State. Oh yeah, South Dakota State will uh, they'll bring in a few people. Will uh, you know they'll have they'll bring twenty thousand people here. Mm. In fact, you're going to have a boatload of Dakotans. That that weekend, you know, with the fair going on, be ready to see that. We might have fights at the state fair on Friday. <laughs> Because North Dakota State's at Target Field on Saturday against Butler, Oh. so you got South Dakota State in here Thursday night. They're coming to come in Thursday. They're going to drive in Thursday and they're come in on their wagons and stuff, and uh, and they're going to go to the game. Have a lot of bison they're, and Jackrabbit go fans going to the They're going to go that. to the game and then go to the fair on Friday, right? And then the North Dakota State people are going to come in on Friday to go to the fair before they go to the and the Mall of America could be hell too. It, uh, you know. No. A
0: battleground for bison and jackrabbits.
1: You know, the, uh, the uh, as Joe calls it, the, the rowdy youth mm-hmm. that likes to uh, take over the mall once in a while? Better watch their ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those South Dakotans and North Dakotans <laughs> are going to be in town on that Friday, man. <laughs> They're going to have their boots on. They'll beat you up. But anyway, uh, I don't know. I think they'll be okay.
0: It seems like P.J. at least has, mm-hmm. they've found an offense oh. and they've found... I mean, it sounds like it seems like they found two quarterbacks that are going to battle yeah, well, it out, and will both be pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And
1: uh, here's the deal, uh, you know, I have a long history of this, and I'm, I'm not ashamed of it. You got it. The thing to do with go for football is you build up expectations fantastically, and then mm-hmm. if they uh, then if they fail to reach them, you can give them a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, this is not just for PJ. We've used this, that formula. We've, we've used bad. that formula. I became a columnist in 1979, so I've been using that formula now for holy cow! What is that? Forty years. Forty years that formula has worked for me.
0: For I mean, and, and when Brew came in, I mean, he did oh, all the work. He did he all did the work, all work for, us, for us. You know?
1: <laughs> Especially when he was 7-1. and one, And I remember going to a football game at Delano. I think it was Delano. Or da- it might have been Dassel Cocadio. On, on a Friday night, I was I, that year I did like six Friday night games around various places. And, yeah. And uh can't remember who the guy was, but, man, he was – Yelling at me in the press box, what do you think of Brew now? We're going to the bleeping Rose Bowl. <laughs> there were, that, <laughs>
0: I remember that year, and was that was 08, right? When yeah, they were seven and one.
1: one, second year, there
0: were, there were, I think, there were Brew to Tennessee rumors mm-hmm. because Philip Fomer was gonna step away at Tennessee, yeah. and you know, and eventually yeah. the job went to Lane Kiffin for mm-hmm. one year, and then he yeah. bailed for USC, but. Yeah, there were rumors oh, that Brew was going we go to go to Tennessee. There yeah, we was gopher holers,
1: no matter how much they'd lie now, they were worried he was leaving and give him an extension, man. And don't lie. You can lie about it all you want. Nobody ever thought Brew was a good coach. Bull. You guys were all in on Brew when he was 7-1. and one. Yeah. I. That uh, was one of my favorite— uh, one of my favorite columns, because I love to agitate him, because I knew he was—he was—you know, I think Fleck could probably coach. I, mm-hmm. you, you knew Brew. From the time he laid down on the field hoping his guy made a kick, you know, <laughs> and in game one, you knew he was an idiot. But uh, uh, they were going to—remember Brew, when they went to beat Illinois, he was the program turner. Well, mm-hmm. it turned out that Illinois team flopped. Right, right. yeah. They, yep. they still had juice, right? I think juice yep, was still yep. there, yeah. And they went down, and they wanted it was a program Turner and blah blah. It was it was a program Turner for Illinois. They yeah. haven't been where the damn since. <laughs> but uh, uh, Brew went down there, and it was a program Turner, and the whole thing. And and one reason, remember, Brew's fire up speech was they chose us for their homecoming. They think we're the. Oh no yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. So now Brew's seven and one, and Northwestern's coming to town. I remember right? this game, oh, <laughs> and yeah. they're the homecoming. They're the homecoming. (laughs) So I went back. I wrote a comp for Saturday morning. Boy, if the Gophers were offended uh, by Illinois choosing them as homecoming, Northwestern should really be offended. (laughs) Because I remember I looked it up, and going back to the 1950s, they'd been, when they were on the schedule at home and either, like from October, The first week of October till middle of November, you know, you don't want homecoming at the end. So let's say that in that five-week period, you know, when you're going to have homecoming, Mm -hmm. we never had any other team as our homecoming (laughs) opponent. They had like 17 straight visits in this time period. They had been chosen as our homecoming (laughs) opponent. So I did exhaustive – people say I don't do that much research. I did exhaustive research (laughs) looking to see – and by the way – if Ohio State or Michigan State or Mich- and I can see why they wouldn't play Michigan—that was a big rivalry game. Well, it wasn't for Michigan, but uh, we didn't show. Chose- it was always Northwestern Indiana, depending yeah. on whoever showed up. Whoever they could
0: kick the crap out of.
1: And then, of course, the Gophers did everything they could and finally lost the game. And yeah. that-, that was, it was the, start the pick of- six. It was that- the
0: pick six, where Weber threw it to—I think Weber was trying to hit Decker. And the ball got like deflected up into a Northwestern safety, and he housed it. He ran it, ran it all the way back for for the winning touchdown. You
1: knew he was insane when, what was Mike? What was his name? The run and shoot guy, the the, oh, the spread um, offense guy. Uh, of he was a, at he was at Cal- Dunlop, Dunlop, Dunlop. Uh, Dunbar. Dunbar, Dunbar, Mike Dunbar, Dunbar. Yeah. and he brought him in, and his whole recruiting class going into that year Mm -hmm. at first full year actually he had you know he started in january and brought in a bunch of guys but that that class in 08 was the one that was ranked like 18th or Mm -hmm. 19th or something half of them didn't get in school but (laughs) but his whole i mean a lot of them five of them didn't show up for various reasons but that whole class was recruited skill position players to play in the run Run, and shoot run that spread yeah and then Iowa came in here and beat him 55-0 with yep. Sean Green, right? Sean Green, the last, running back.
0: Last, uh, Gophers' last game at the Metrodome.
1: Yes, and he changed the offense for the bowl game. Remember? <laughs> they were going to become a power running team because <laughs> Iowa. Well, dummy, they got 300-pound linemen and a monster of a running back. <laughs> you can't just say – Okay, we're going to do that too. Uh, I mean, that was and then he then he fired uh, Dun uh, Dunbar, Dunbar yeah. and uh, then he went to a I think it was Jet, Jet Fish, Fish. Yeah. yeah, who's now become a. There's, he he came over the stigma of being didn't he wasn't he one and done? Didn't he, Brew get rid of him? Yeah, I think
0: he was one year, and then and then that was when uh, Jeff Horton came in mm-hmm. and the year Brew got fired because Horton took over for for Brew when he got fired in two thousand
1: ten. You can see though in PJ's. Uh, uh just the the coaching changes and stuff you know he said when he came here, I'm not for everybody, and you can see that's true you know staff wise too yeah you know like it's Ed Warner came and went one year and I mean, mm-hmm. he got a good job but but you can see some of the some of the guys don't wanna have to sit and listen to the same you know we are family stuff uh <laughs> every week, but you can see that, but i I don't know. He looks to me too like he kind. He puts his. Uh, I think he's smart in the fact that he realizes it's all recruiting, right? Mm-hmm. And he puts his staff together more for recruiting than than teaching guys football. I think he's got two or three that can coach, you know, that can improve guys. Mm-hmm. But but I think he puts it in recruiting and weight room and stuff like that. So anyway, they might be okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think they'd be pretty good. But uh, we got uh, we got hard-charging chip to write the columns off those games, so (laughs) I'll just sit back, observe, and wait for failure and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) And if it doesn't come, we'll just ignore them, you know. (laughs) Anyway, that's good. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long term financial strategy. This is Ricey and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952- 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, at 952-925-5608. Investment Advisor Services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. So, uh our fighting uh twinks uh are when you think what are they they're now 50 and 27 50 and 27 they've it feels like they're not playing as well mm-hmm. and they've lost five out of eight or something like that Yep. but it they're and then they'll pop up and hit three home runs and win a game but uh they're they're uh, they're hitting is it was inevitable. I've been saying it all. You, mm-hmm. you, you don't do that. They're gonna. They're
0: gonna have a you're week or two where they six, don't hit. You're yeah.
1: not you are not going to score six runs a game, uh, even in uh, against bad pitching. But don't look down, Manny. This is Monday morning. The tribe. Yeah. Eight it's back. Eight.
0: It's down to eight now. Eight, eight right? back,
1: and the tribe has uh, incorporated some a guy named Cab, uh, Cabrera that's playing. Third, is, no, what's the guy's name? Uh, Mercado playing third base. Mm-hmm. They got they got a guy named Bradley who's now playing first. They've incorporated. They got rid of Leonis Martin who was hitting one ninety nine, a good center fielder. So they've incorporated some guys. They're they're changing on the fly here. They haven't given up yet. They're eight back. And the Mighty Whiteys are not bad. Yeah. The Mighty Whiteys, if they hadn't lost those two pitchers Rodone and Copeck to uh Kopech, whatever his name was uh pronounced to Tommy John but you got a lot of games left with the Mighty Whiteys. when you go there and you go to Cleveland now you got Detroit and Kansas City there's no excuse to losing to those two but yeah. but we've spent all year saying this is such a horrible division. Well, you got two other teams in the division that aren't horrible. Cleveland and Chicago are not mm-hmm. horrible. They're right. they're both competent teams, and uh, you know the, So, I mean, they it's, if, it's they're you know they're good. They've been great, but
0: well, it thing, ain't over. The thing, too, Pat, is if you you know the the lead is down to eight now, and yeah. You still feel pretty good about mm-hmm. winning the division, but you know sometimes all it takes is a. If the Twins lose three in a row, and the Indians yeah. win three in a row. Yeah, then five. it's down to
1: five. Well, I said you know? I wrote a couple of weeks ago. I wrote a thing about June swoon, and not calling this a June swoon, but saying the first from 1961 when they came here, they had a they they hit the skids at the end of May, and then in June they were. 10 and 19 they fired the first they gave the manager of leave of absence and they fired him. And, you know, we, we were in first place in the, for a couple of weeks when this year started and thought we were better than the Yankees. We were a little naive (laughs) out here on the prairie then. And so I just wrote about the, the, the myth of uh, not the myth, the legend of June swoons.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And when you look up, I think it's the twins, uh, second worst month historically. The worst is April, <laughs> so we're not a fa- not a fast starting outfit. But then it became
0: ah, uh, and you know,
1: people, nobody, they didn't actually read the column; they read the headlines, and then yeah, of course, and said, and then started, ah, you know, they're four and two this month, blah blah blah. And one of my reactions, I guess, on Twitter was, ah, when the lead is four and a half, no, no, I know what it was. Somebody was saying. They have to get the bullpen ready for the playoffs. And I said, when the lead is four and a half at the All-Star break, we can stop worrying about how the bullpen looks for the postseason and start worrying about getting there, you know, because I've been through this, you Mm -hmm. know. Uh, I mean, they were 57-33 and in 2001. Yeah. And by the way, they had Radke, Eric Milton, and Joe Mays. They had a, you know – Three, they had a big three. Well, Milt, was, Milton and Mays were
0: all stars. Yes, year, and Ran Ranke was one of
1: your best pitchers ever, and yep. Guzman. So it isn't that much different, you know. Now the difference is uh, the comp. It was uh, the competition was a little tougher. That's mm-hmm. the difference, but uh, but the. Uh, who won? Kansas City, right? Kansas City didn't. Kansas won. Was that? know. Yeah, uh, Cle- Cleveland? Cleveland. That came was back Cleveland. Oh, that was Cleveland. Yeah, yeah that was. That was the, kind of the last Cleveland. Last gasp when they had all the boys, uh, Manny and the whole crew uh, of Eddie and yeah. Tommy. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. right. Cleveland came back at one and won it. Won easy. Now that was certainly this Cleveland team isn't in that. But what I'm just saying is, you know, enjoy the fun, but yeah. but don't don't start where well. How are they ever going to beat the Yankees with this bullpen? Don't worry about the Yankees. Don't <laughs> worry, worry about, about the Yanke- holding off yes, the Indians. Don't worry about uh, you know, if you're uh if if you're 12 ahead on uh, August 3rd, start worrying about the Yankees. But uh
0: <laughs> and even then, Pat, I mean, yeah. we've seen teams blow, you yes. know, I'm not saying this is going to happen with no. the Twins, but we've seen we've seen teams blow big leads with, you know, 6 weeks left in the season. They're up 10, 12 games, and they blow the lead.
1: And, uh, you know, they right now they're having a little, you know, no Buxton. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're, they're having a little run of injuries. Houston just lost seven in a row, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. We were talking about how well they were doing without Al Correa, and Springer. Uh, and, well, they finally got Al Tubi back for the seventh game of that losing streak. But at some point, it wears on you not having your best players, right? Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, they, they, this team needs... It, I hope they don't do a stupid rehab for Buxton. Last yeah. time they did that, he fouled the ball off his foot and didn't play again, basically. they uh, um, Just I, get him in the lineup. Boy, they, they just look different without him.
0: I was like, just going to say, yeah. they... I mean, we we know how great he is defensively, and they mm-hmm. certainly miss him out there in center field. I mean, you know Kepler, God bless him. I mean, he he does yeah. an adequate yeah. job out there, but he's no he's no Buxton, and you know sometimes you just don't see him get to the same balls that you know Buxton could get to. But they miss they miss his bat too, yeah, I, and do. and 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 I I didn't think that I didn't when he went down. I thought they were gonna miss him in the field mm-hmm. more than anything, and they do, but. It's amazing to see the kind of impact that not having his bat in the lineup too has kind of made this team. Because when he gets on the base paths, people are terrified. We've heard Judge say it all the time. He's he's people are terrified of him when he gets on when he gets on base.
1: Do you ever go to school with a kid who just couldn't retain anything? I mean, if the, the teacher could sit down in front of him and say, "Mel, blah blah blah," or whatever your name is, mm-hmm. you know, this no 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 you did this. Problem good. Now, next time you sit down, do the same thing.
0: Yeah, do it again.
1: Yeah. That's what I think of when I see Miguel Sano hit a game tying 450 foot home run on a pitch away, on a pitch away that he stays on Mm -hmm. and kills it instead of going, ugh, yanking it away or taking it. Somebody showed me a chart with him. He's not swinging at those pitches that are outside strikes Mm -hmm. because he's, or when he does, he's he's over in the, you know, he's aimed at the left field foul pole yeah. with his swing. He's trying to pull but everything. It would be, life would be so much easier for him if, if he recognized the pitch away yeah. and killed it. Because he's so, he is, you know, Miguel Cabrera. Yeah. You know, Miguel, look at Miguel Cabrera. You got the same name. He's a buddy of yours. Yeah. You're big, biggie. You can be the big, biggie. It Hit is. that pitch out to right center because the way the ball is flying now, and as strong wow. as you are, you don't have to y- pull it.
0: I, I think you you've put it perfectly. I've heard you say this a few times with him that he goes to the plate and he doesn't have a plan. He just he just he's just going to go to the plate and he's just going to oh, swing oh, away. He's, he's going to swing pitch. at anything, and if it's if it's outside, if it's way outside, he'll take it and he'll mm-hmm. draw a walk once in yeah. a while, but. He's not gonna. He's not gonna work the count. He's not going to have any sort of approach at all. His thought is just, I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna hack and, away. And, and, and what, it what
1: is face. amazing is in 15, when he came up, he had pitch recognition. Yeah. He didn't chase the ball. He made him throw him strikes mostly. Mm-hmm. And and if they threw him a pitch down the middle, he didn't jump it and try to hit it over the left field uh stands in in target field he just drilled it and they ended up going 430 feet i didn't see the home run to center on saturday i was at the golf course but that you know back to back days he mm-hmm. he hits home runs one to center one to right center this is it miguel i got to think rudy hernandez and Rousen sit out of manny i mean miggy <laughs> here it is i mean he reminds me of manny when he's out but <laughs> miggy here it is mm-hmm. you know do this so I don't, know. I don't know. I haven't given up on it's, him yet because he's still in better shape than he was last year. Oh yeah. He's got he's you know the being out for 3 months with a dog bite didn't help him but uh you know with that gash in his foot but and he gained a few but he's still It's just
0: it's just hard to watch those sometimes. Okay. You know, he just it it's it's you know, and I understand the narrative is, you know, it's okay. You know, he's a he's a guy, he's going to strike out a lot. And we've seen guys over the years be high strikeout guys. But this is not, I don't, personally, I don't enjoy watching him at the plate. When he came up in in 15, it was, like you said, it was really, really fun to watch. Because he, he came to the plate with an approach, with a plan of what he was going to do. And he doesn't do that anymore. It's no. I don't want to watch him. Okay, yeah, he might hit a home run. Great, he might hit it 500 feet. But I don't want to watch him strike out four other times in the same game.
1: To me, uh, the big uh, read on him too is the check swings. Mm-hmm. To, to me, on any hitter, it's if you see a guy check swinging a lot, that means he's not seeing the ball. He's not he he doesn't recognize not the pitch. Doesn't recognize the pitch when it comes out. All right, uh, we got to have our uh, unchained moment here. We're getting near the end of this. Uh, Jared crazy Culver. Said. Unchained. So, now this is a true story. Okay. I know I've been known to overreact at what I see in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Love being a famous example. When he's playing, you know, I've heard about this wonderful freshman and. Yeah, you know, hello, they had a run, wonderful sophomore, Russell Westbrook. Was, mm-hmm. West, was Russell a freshman?
0: Yep, Ru- Ru- uh, Russ was a sophomore, I think,
1: okay. yeah. But uh, I, I I certainly left the arena saying, I like Russell a lot better than Kevin. But <laughs> Joey Dorsey was the center for Memphis. Remember yeah, him? I remember him, kid, yeah. Kid could have been in the wire, man. I mean, he was <laughs> from that <laughs> part of Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, a tough, tough kid, 6'8", 6'9". Yep. And Kevin's when you look at the stats from that box score, his stats weren't that bad. You know, I mean, he did he did a few things, mm-hmm. but to see him not want to be in the presence of Joey Dorsey, <laughs> and I wouldn't want to be either. Because Joey Dorsey, great guy, by the way, I mm-hmm. talked to him after the game, but but a a guy who pretty much knew this was the end of the line for him in basketball. He mm-hmm. wasn't going to be an NBA player or anything. Just pounding the living hell out of him, I came back saying he can't jump. You know he <laughs> can't he can't rebound. Turned out he got thirty one game, but mm-hmm. so I was anti love, right? Yep. From what I saw in the finals, I so I was that. wrong. I mm-hmm. yeah, saw so first exhibition game he played here. I ripped him. He did nothing. <laughs> didn't know what he was doing. Didn't play any defense. Mm-hmm. So I ripped him. So I got it. I gave myself an F minus on that evaluation. <laughs> Shabazz. Watched him against the Gophers and said, I would not take this guy with a hundred foot pull. And how Flip ever got himself in a situation that he drafted him was yeah, one of the know. you know, God love Flip. We all love him, we all miss him. But that's one of the great screw ups in franchise history. Yeah. Taking C- Shabazz and, and now, now and now Gorgy Gorgie has not been a terrible player, but you now want to get rid of his contract. Uh,
0: You traded the ninth pick, which could have been C.J. McCollum. You pass on him, then you traded the pick, and then you you took Shabazz one uh, pick before uh, Giannis. Yes,
1: who you liked, supposedly, Mm -hmm. Giannis, but were afraid to take. Well, Flip didn't tell me this, but he told the guy that he talked to a lot this. I didn't want him, but I didn't know what else to do. Shabazz. With Shabazz. Because he wanted that at the eighth. He wanted that Caldwell Pope at nine, and then oh, yeah, he KCB, went at eight, yeah 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 And then, uh, and then I don't know. Detroit he, took he, him at eight. And then he just got the 14th, and I think everybody was saying, oh, the best guy left on the board is And Muhammad, And
0: CJ, I too. I think CJ McCollum, the worry about him was he had the – I think he had like the foot problem. He had like a yeah. broken foot or something yeah. like that, and people well, were scared to take him.
1: Well, anyway. That hasn't uh, been a problem for him So since now that. this <laughs> is true. I'm watching the Final Four on Saturday. And I wasn't impressed. I'd heard all this about Jared Culver. I wasn't that impressed, mm-hmm. but he he played defense. You know, yep. he guarded. I'm watching him against Virginia on Monday night. I can't remember. Where I was sitting. I was sitting next to Jace Frederick, and I can't remember who was on my left. But they both got sick of me bitching about Jared Culver. <laughs> you know, he's not that bad. I said he's terrible. He can't score. Look at they—they've run like six clearouts for him. It's a one or two point game, and he hasn't scored yet because mm-hmm. he does something stupid or he can't get to the basket. I, I hated was, him.
0: I think he was five for twenty-two in yes. the two final four games. Anyway,
1: I say it. I said, "Now this was before Rosas was ever here, right?" Mm-hmm. I said, "This is the kind of guy that these guys are going to end up with." Somehow, the Timberwolves are going to draft eighth or something, and they're going to end up with this no shooting, no dribbling, son of a gun. And now, I i didn't watch the draft live because I was doing other things, mm-hmm. but I looked at it and I said, I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> all I could say was, I'll be damned. Now, all you people who hate Wiggy because he can't shoot and can't dribble, mm-hmm. what's well, what are we doing
0: here? I, I'm anti-Wiggins because it just I don't think he gives a damn. Mm-hmm. But I will say the the 30% shooting from Jared Culver from three-point range yeah. really, really, really worries me. I, but I do deal. like the fact that he does play defense, though. <clears throat> There's that something is else,
1: but I will say this. Something else is going to happen. Oh, yeah. This is not. Oh, I mean, yeah. It, they're they're going to be big this know, summer. I said if you don't – if you're – if one a Kogi's not good for you, not enough for you, get a taller one. That's basically <laughs> what the, what this guy is. Uh, so somebody's somebody's going. I still think he thinks he can get rid of Wiggins somehow.
0: I think he's going to try. I think he's going mm-hmm. to try. I don't know how possible it is, but I think he's going to try. You know, if you can find a way to get, I think they're going to try and move Teague. Because that might be the easiest big know. contract you're gonna to move. Have to, but
1: you're you know, you're going to have to go to somebody and say.
0: Somebody you know, with cap space and just yeah, have them eat the contract.
1: Say, uh, you know, you're going to have to flip draft choices with them or some do next year or some damn thing. Don't you think you're going to have to give something up? Probably, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, anyhow, that's uh, that's, uh racy unchanged. Judd will be back next week. Thanks, Manny. And uh, God love the Wolves. Uh I've always said they can screw up a one car funeral. Well, so have we'll you
0: said even when they do the right thing it's, it's the, the wrong, wrong thing. thing man. <laughs> now maybe you know
1: maybe this guy'll maybe he just the pressure of Trying to carry an underdog team in the final against a great defensive team like Virginia was the reason I hated him. But uh I did not uh he was not uh my first choice. Let's put it that I way. I thought they
0: would take Kobe White.
1: That's what why I Why not? They, they need a, they don't have a point guard.
0: They they must think me and Danny talked about this. I think they they must have thought the difference was well, they wanted Garland. That was the big thing. Yes. They wanted Garland. They're That's still why they pouting because they didn't get him. I think that they feel like they want to get a star somehow in this draft, and I think they felt like Culver has more star potential than Kobe White does. So we'll wow. see. I mean, Kobe White's in Chicago. Who and that's was the last
1: star that couldn't shoot? The guy, Ben Simmons, maybe.
0: Yeah, so, okay. probably. Yeah. We'll All right. see.
1: All right, Manny, thank you. Racing Unchained. Uh, John will be back next week. Wait a minute. We forgot positive, positive Pat, that's and right. uh, Manny just mentioned something positive for me, and I agree with him 100%. We have a Big Ten team playing for the College World Series championship. How
0: about that?
1: The Michigan Wolverines, who allegedly are one, were one of the four last teams in the bracket. Uh, and uh, they are now, they've, they went out and beat number one, they, they won a region at uh, Oregon State, right? Didn't Was it mean? at Oregon State? And, and then they went and beat number one rated UCLA mm-hmm. in, in their own ballpark. And uh now they've gone down. They went 3 and 0 in their bracket in the uh, College World Series in Omaha and they're playing Mighty Vanderbilt, Mighty Vanderbilt. in yeah. the uh in the uh, College World Series. Where would so, they come from Pat. Where did Michigan come from? I don't know, but they're hitting like maniacs. Yeah. Uh do you have you watched them at all? They're wearing these things on what are those radar things they're wearing on their belts. I'm not sure. They got some kind of a communication system that looks <laughs> like they're from outer space. It looks like the Jetsons. But uh it's amazing and uh you know it, it it's it will give perhaps people uh more people will look at playing in a big ten in baseball. Baseball mm-hmm. is Baseball is the untapped sports. I know the weather is a big problem, but the, it's the untapped sport in the Big Ten, and this is a optimistic thing. They also uh – they're the last Big Ten team in Michigan to do anything in softball, too. They uh, they haven't won a World Series, in, but they were in the final like in 15 or something like that, 14, mm-hmm. more recently. So, hey, not often do we say this, but go Wolverines. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. I think it would be great. Big Ten hasn't won it. Gophers won it in 56, 60, 64. Ohio State won it in 66. Last That'll time last a big time, wow. Last time a Big Ten team won the College World Series. They're underdogs, but, hell, they've been underdogs this whole time. Yeah, good. I mean, they, they're good enough to get there. They're good enough to win it. Go Wolverines! Yeah. How do you, you won't hear that on too many uh, <laughs> uh, podcasts here in the Twin Cities. All right, Manny, now we are done. This
0: holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for 2 Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone.